0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our consideration this evening is the Gospel lesson. And uh, let us hear again this angelic Advent announcement. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. These are the words of our text. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we have gathered this evening to ponder with amazement the announcement that you gave to Mary and to the world that through her God would become flesh to be our Savior. We pray that through this word tonight, you will increase our faith. Assure us that through Jesus, our sins are forgiven and strengthen us in our faith to the very end so that one day we may see you face to face. To these ends, pour out your Spirit upon us. Sanctify us through the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. In Christ Jesus, dear fellow redeemed. Fathers weren't allowed in the delivery room. They had to stay outside in the waiting room, pacing back and forward, sitting for a while, standing again, pacing a little more, just waiting for a nurse or doctor to come through the doors and give the announcement that the child is born. You can imagine that if you were that, a father in that waiting room and your wife is in a different room with your child, and you've got no news. You can imagine the anticipation as the clock ticked around. And the further it went, the longer it took. Maybe fear and anxiety accelerated. Are they okay? What's happening? Why isn't anyone talking to me? You can imagine the desire, the longing to hear an announcement. You could say that at the time of our text, Israel had been in the waiting room. The waiting room for about 700 years. God, through the prophet Isaiah, had foretold, had given a sign to Israel that the virgin would be with child and give birth to a son. And he will be called Emmanuel seven hundred years Israel was in the room waiting to hear the announcement that the promised child had been born Mary in our text gets to hear the first announcement that that child was about to be conceived and just nine months later would be in the world born as the Savior it truly is an Advent announcement an announcement telling us that Christ is coming it's also angelic because God sent an angel to Mary to tell her so as we consider this angelic Advent announcement to Mary we'll see that the virgin was with child And that he is the Holy One, the Son of God. Who was Mary that she would receive this announcement? Now if you would have belonged to another church, it's quite possible that you would have been taught from birth that Mary was conceived in a special way so that she did not have a sinful nature and could therefore be chosen to give birth to the son of god but we see a little bit of a different picture to that in in our text when the angel appeared to mary the first words out of the angel's mouth were do not be afraid you have found favor with God. If Mary was a special person, holier than all of us and any other woman that has lived, why would she be afraid at the angel's appearance? And if she had earned it in any way, why would the angel tell her that she had found favor with God? The angel told her, God has been gracious to you. He's giving you something that you don't deserve. You've been chosen to bear the Savior. So Mary was just like you and me. She was born with a sinful nature just like you and me. And she needed a Savior just like you and me in fact six months later when she went to visit um, elizabeth she actually called god her savior so mary was the same as you and me why did she get this announcement the answer is god god in his plan and his grace chose mary to bear The Savior. She received the angelic advent announcement, and what an announcement it was—that she would be with child and give birth to a son. Now Mary, rightly wondered, "How can this be? Because I don't know a man; I don't have a husband." I'm a virgin. The angel told her that the power of the Holy Spirit would come upon her and overshadow her and cause the child to be conceived in her womb. So, what are we being told there? We're being told, first of all, that Jesus wouldn't have and didn't have a human father that this child would be conceived miraculously. But when we consider the miracle, we don't want to lose sight of the very human aspect of this miracle too. For Jesus to be the savior, he must be born of woman, he must be descended from David, he must be a human in every way. And so God the Holy Spirit took one of Mary's eggs and caused that egg to conceive so that a son would be born from her. Jesus really is Mary's son. It's not just some surrogate situation Where God the Holy Spirit put some stuff inside of Mary and a son came out. Jesus had to be Mary's son. If you were to get to heaven and do a DNA test on Jesus and a DNA test on Mary, you're going to see a match. Jesus is truly born of the woman, descended from David. But, he's not like you and I. We all have human fathers, and because of that, we're born sinful. But notice that the angel told Mary that the child born would be holy. The Savior had to be holy. Holy. And so he couldn't be born in a normal way you know sometimes as a parent i'll see my kids behaving or misbehaving and i think wow where does that come from well that's a pretty dumb question isn't it why do they act just like me why do they mess up just like i did and do it's because they're from my seed They have the same sinful nature that I do. And your kids have the same sinful nature that you do. And you have the same sinful nature that your parents did. Because you were all born in natural ways. But not Jesus. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. The virgin was with child and gave birth to a son so that he will be the holy son of God when we look at this wonderful announcement it's it's easy to folk on the on the miraculous conception of Jesus wow what a miracle but that's not the greatest wonder of this text just think it's It's really not that difficult for God to cause a virgin to conceive. He spoke and the world came to be. Is there anything that his word can't do? Obviously not. The real wonder is that it was God becoming flesh in the world. God became a man. For a very special purpose, to be our Savior. Sometimes when I've considered the Christmas story, I've wondered, well, why did God choose to do it that way? As if God must have had millions of options to be able to work out our salvation. That's not true. If we think that this was just the way that God chose to save us, we misunderstand the essential aspects of Jesus' incarnation. To be the Savior, the Savior had to die. The Savior had to die in payment for sin, but God can't die. So God became man so that he could die for the sins of the world. It was essential for God to be able to die, that he become man. The Savior also had to live under the law. The law was given to man, so the Savior had to be a man to be able to fulfill that law perfectly. But just think about how men, mere men, have done under that law. Even the perfect man, Adam, failed. The Savior had to live a perfect life. So God became man. So that he could be under the obligation of the law and live a perfect life to fulfill it. The Savior had to die But to conquer death, he had to be able to rise from the dead. No man has been able to do that by his own power. So God became man so that he could give his body into death and conquer death by rising from the dead. These things aren't just choices that God made they are essential for your salvation it was necessary that the one born of the virgin be the holy son of god and we can wonder at how the infinite god why the infinite god would become man But the greatest reason, or the greatest wonder is why. He did it because he loves you. That baby that was conceived in Mary's womb, he took that place from his heavenly throne because he loves you. Yeah, he came down to earth to live a perfect life under God's law. He did it for you. He gave His body into death as the payment for all sins. He did that for you. And He rose triumphant from the grave for you. That's the real wonder of this angelic Advent announcement to Mary. That a Saviour is born for you. So how will this Advent change you? This announcement certainly changed Mary. She would never be the same again. The announcement should change you too. Because it announces to you that your sins are forgiven. It announces to you that God loves you. It announces to you that one day you're going to see this one born of the Virgin face to face. You may have to be in the waiting room for a while with the passing of years. But the announcement will come. And it will be true. The Savior has been born. He is Christ the Lord. Amen. Please stand for the blessing. And now may the peace of God which transcends all understanding guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.